At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. One more podcast. Yo, listen. Shout out to everybody tuning in right now. You know who it is. The highest host, Adam Hill. Right here at Hayes Radio for another edition of the podcast, baby. Yeah. This is where audio, like, cloud, uh, applause happens. Everyone cheers. fireworks. Pyros go off. Kentron, of course, chilling out here. Tickling them Ebony's and Ivories. At the live. How you feeling, Ken? How you doing? How's everything with you? Oh, man, it's, everything is, you know, it's great when I get out of traffic. <laughs> but, you know, at least my car is comfortable. It's not like a bad car to be inside of, so it's not too bad. So all, the, all you road rangers, chill out. Just chill, dude. Enjoy your car. Chill, dude. Would you, if you had autopilot, if you could just put in the destination like some cars have today and uh, just put in the address and sit back and just let the car drive, would you let it? I don't know if I could do that, man. I mean, I'd be too scared. You don't trust it yet? No. Don't trust the technology? What if it was a it transformer? Be, what if, like, Optimus Prime said, Kentron, roll out. out. There has to be a remote control somewhere. <laughs> you wouldn't trust Optimus like, Prime? On, on hand. It has to be some way that I can take over at some point. You can, I you think. Know, I will let it do its thing. You know, when I, if I start seeing it kind of drift into danger, yeah. Okay. I get it, I get it. You're not used to it yet. But speaking of self-driving cars, and I know Teslas have that, this push is sitting next to me right here, dude, who uh, I want to welcome, who actually, you know, did uh, what a lot of people wish they could do in the space and has come through the cannabis uh, 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 community and provided a service that people needed. And then some company was like, you know what, dog, we like this shit. Let's make it happen. We're going to take it. And he's like, no problem. I want to travel the world and do comedy anyway. And he's hitting right here. We're going to learn all about it. I'm talking about my boy Harrison Bomb, baby. Hell yeah. Thank you for having me. Hell yeah. You make it sound so elegant. <laughs> what do you mean, dude? That's real life. Yeah. He's, a, he's yeah. like, oh, I got to like, it's like my baby. And then it's like you're selling your child to someone else you never met. And they're in Canada. But it's cool. It like worked out. It was great. But it was like, it was bittersweet. You know, it's like something that I've had for seven years. I'm what talking about the Daily High Club. Yeah. Uh, if y'all are wondering, Harrison created the Daily High Club, which is a subscription service for uh, basic consumption products. Yeah. More or less, like accessories. I like how you implied like I invented Tesla. You're like, speaking of self-driving, this guy has a product. That well, I know you, no, I'm I know like, you have yeah. a Tesla. You're like super hyped I about your Tesla. I invented Tesla. Hey, look. Listen, handle it. There's You're a, welcome. There's a shortage, but you, uh, you know, those batteries cause a lot of damage to the earth, dude. Yeah, dude. I, that's <laughs> what I was saying. But you guys stole my idea. Do you like your Tesla? You got one, right? Yeah, I do like it. Yeah. Is it self-driving? Yeah. Have yeah. you used that feature yet? I use it all the time. It's fucking great. It's you, out here. Yeah. See, he uses self-driving. Wow. Ken's like, nah, I'm still driving on my own, dude. 
<laughs> yo, if you saw me drive, you'd be like, yo, turn on the sound. <laughs> <laughs> I have to see it happen in real life. I haven't even been inside of a Tesla, so I don't have any ideas. Like, I see them all the time. You never I see how fast they can go. Like, all of a sudden, I'll see a Tesla just, like, it'll start off slow, but then it'll go super fast because my car is slow. Yeah, the plaids are pretty uh, fast. Isn't that like a thousand horsepower or something? Yeah, something unnecessary. It's crazy. Yeah, but we're getting it, dude. So, anyways, Harrison, thank you for coming. I know this is a long time waiting. We've been talking about this for a minute. Yeah. And you're here, dude. Yeah. Making it happen. Oh, yeah. I got to hang out with you the other day. We had some tacos on the beach. Heard some interesting conversations. That, uh, that was. That was a conversation. <laughs> okay, with people and their opinions. It's cool, dude. Sometimes just keep it. But uh, how you doing, dude? Everything all right in life? How's everything going with you right now? Yeah, it's good. I'm just like kind of, it's weird. Like I just left the LA High Club. So it's it's been seven years. It's pretty bittersweet. And now I'm like, I wake up. I'm just like, wait, what do I do? Like, what the fuck do I do? So I'm trying to figure that out. I've been doing the comedy, which has been going really well. Uh, but that doesn't seem like it's like a thing where you get money for a long time. So like, I'm, uh, I'm starting to consult for people and I have a bunch of other business ideas that I'm thinking of doing, but just kind of too burnt out right now. Right. To, to enjoy, just yeah. enjoying what's going on right now. So for those of you, yeah. So daily high club, this one you said seven years. Yeah. And you started, what, how did you come up with the idea? What made you think of it? How did you want to do it? Yeah. So, um, there's a part of the story that is, uh, it started off as a different business. I don't want to tell what that business is because I might do it soon, but I'll tell you okay. in a little bit. But yeah, I saw that there were smoking subscription boxes out there and um, I actually saw one on Facebook and I saw, uh, I was working on my own subscription service um, and I saw the Dank Stop AMA on Reddit and I saw on Facebook, Hemper was like running ads and shit and I was like, wait, this is cannabis, this is online head shops, dang stop, this is killing it. There's cannabis subscription boxes, like Hemper and Cannabox and shit like that, this is killing it. And I'm like, but the best subscription ever was Dollar Shave Club, and no one's done this for a dollar. So I started it as Dollar High Club. So um, it was originally a wholesome family subscription I was working on for something else. And then I'm like, wait, weed would be so much better, and I like this so much more so i went on reddit and i'm like yo i have this idea for a dollar you can get rolling papers every month hempwick matches all you need to roll a j a day and uh people love the idea on reddit so i, I got my first 200 subscribers overnight um there's another for a dollar for actually most people signed up with a 12 dollar package a dollar oh. a 12 dollar and a 30 dollar package okay what's so interesting is i thought everyone would want the dollar everyone signed up for the 12 dollar and then now, like over ninety percent of our sales with the thirty dollars. What? And it was just different packages, like the dollars, yeah. like papers, wigs, whatever. The twelve dollars, what, like a lighter, a pipe, or something? Yeah, it was like made for rollers, but like we kind of phased it out because we just like weren't making enough money with it, and we're just like, why don't we push people towards the thirty dollars one? And um, then we kind of grew from there, and as an online head shop. So like, uh, yeah, we were number one on Google for bong for a couple years. Um, we might still be now. I, I know we're in the top few. And uh, yeah, we, we just try to come out with unique bongs every month. 
and uh, it's it's been fucking awesome, but a lot of work. Just so like, so it wasn't weed in the beginning that you were after. You were doing another type of box. Yeah, I was doing a different box. And you were and you had a passion for cannabis, or you just like were. I did, did have you, a passion for. cannabis. Did you have like a situation where you ran out of papers or a pipe? And you're like, oh, I just wish I could have something delivered to me. Yeah, I I actually have a picture of the receipt on my phone still. I went to a head shop, <laughs> rolling papers. Lighter, filter tips, 750 including tax. And you're like, what? I was like, what the fuck? Like, I could get this shit so much cheaper. Like, you could buy shit from Raw in bulk for, like, their papers are, I, I don't know if they want me saying their pricing, but I'll say it's under a dollar. And, like, yeah, yeah well, there's no the reason bulk, to be yeah. five fucking dollars at a store. Someone could sell them for under a dollar and, and just still make, provide, happy, make yeah. it easy. Yeah. Because when you're buying bulk or wholesale, it's a lot different than retail. Yeah. And sometimes you can get access to that, and a lot of people may not know. But, like, that's how Costco is. You know, Costco yeah. is like that bulk buying, and you get it for a certain price. And there's ways to do that within our community as well. And, you know, you were like, yo, I can get this and help a lot of people out instead of just yeah. myself. Look at you. You're such a nice guy. <laughs> were you always a nice guy? Uh, yeah. I, I feel like I was too nice in the beginning. Too nice? Yeah. Like, but, I'm just talking about in life, like, in school. Were you, like, the nice kid in school? How were you as a kid growing up? Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Maryland. Okay, uh, East Coast? Yeah, yeah, like, Gaithersburg, Maryland. Okay. So, uh, kind of near Logic and Dave Chappelle, which is pretty sweet. Uh, that's about it for famous people from my area. <laughs> it's pretty dope. It's like, we got two, so we don't have, too like, cool that one, LA spread, but... We got Logic and Dave Chappelle. Right. So I saw Wolf Blitzer on the street once. That was my only celebrity encounter ever till I came to LA. I'd never been west of West Virginia. Was Wolf Blitzer considered a celebrity sighting? He's he like was a at the anchor, time. Right? Yeah, don't diminish this. This is the only <laughs> one for fucking 27 years. So you so you grew up in Maryland. You were a good student. You were... No, I was a terrible student. Were yeah. you? I failed chemistry, health class, calculus. Like a bunch of other stuff. Because you were just didn't want to do it or because you just didn't get it? What do you mean you fit? Like, like both. It was like, I didn't want to do it. I didn't get it. It was super hard. Even in first grade, I was just like, oh my God, how's everyone like doing shit so fast? And it was just like, I was never like really on the ball in school. I did okay in college. I had like a C plus average. I definitely worked a bit harder, but in high school, I was just kind of lost, had no motivation. Um, I really liked uh, like English and tech, but I didn't do like particularly great in them. You would think someone who just like created a company and was able to sell it for millions was like a good student on top of shit. And you're like, nah, dog, I was like not good in school. I didn't get shit, but you know, I was able to form form a company and make shit happen, dude. So it's really like, like, I feel like what you get taught in school with classes that you don't want to learn about and you're not there to learn about is like almost a different part of your brain when you're doing something that you want to do that you're passionate about. Like, uh, weed was legalized in DC in 2014, which was like one of the earliest in the country. And I think you could have like up to eight plants there. And I was just like, holy shit, I live a mile from this place yeah. and weed is legal. Like I got to find a way to get into this because I was, I was working in customer service at Vistaprint and- so That must've um, been exciting. Just making a bunch of business cards for random people. It was across like, the country. like, it was more like people were like, hey, my cards and shit are fucked up. And they would like come to me and I just like deal with oh, it. Like customer service is horrible. Yeah. it was. Uh, it was, it was y'all, humbling. Y'all fucked up my $5 order of business cards. Yes. <laughs> I want a refund. But, uh, and before that, I sold floor mats on the phone. 
Um, and before that, I fixed iPhones in college. Whoa! Um, yeah, that's how I paid my tuition, but it didn't, like, translate into, like... Like, when you fixed iPhones, were you, like, this middle-of-the-mall kiosk type of come-to-me, or were you, like, like door-to-door? Like, at my door? So you would yeah. have students, and, like, yo, I'll fix that screen yeah, for you. Facebook like, yeah, Facebook ads. So that was, like... That, like, it didn't help me, like, in any practical way after college immediately, but it was the beginning of, like, it was super valuable to me to learn customer service and, like, working with suppliers of, like, fragile glass things that you're importing, like, and, uh, interesting. Were you always, like, hustling? Did you always have this, like, business mentality, like, I need to make money? And yeah, I always wanted to start a business. Uh, I sold paper airplanes in elementary Stop school. Stop it, really? Yeah, and in high school and college, I did the fixing iPhones thing. And then after college, I was like, I realized I couldn't really scale the fixing iPhones. Um, so I, uh, I applied for Vistaprint and didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I applied for a bunch of jobs for a while and I finally got the Vistaprint job. And then I'm like, screw it, I'm starting a business. Um, I started to work on that other idea. Um, and then I, I realized, oh my God, why am I not doing weed? Like, at first it felt like, since there were, like, there are companies like Dankstop that was already, like, really dominant in the space, so it felt like, oh, all these companies are too big for me to even get into this, and for, like, a month I didn't, like, start it or do anything with it until I realized, like, oh my god, I could do it different for a dollar, and then from that moment it was just non-stop working right. on it. R&D, figuring things out. Yeah. I want to go back, though, paper airplanes in elementary school, like, what were we selling, like, a dollar a plane, or... Uh, and what was it like? Different folds? It was like, like oh, 25 this... cents a plane. Uh, and my... you had different versions? Like, this, you could get this version or this version? Yeah. So, we got them ready to sell. My friend's mom bought them all. So, like, I got cleaned out and I was like, fuck yeah. Your friend's mom? Yeah, she bought you. them all. How many did you make? Uh, we made like 75 of them. And she bought them all for what, what's the math on that, dude? That's a lot for a little elementary. Like 25 cents. And I split it with my friend, too. He's he's helping roll. So, <laughs> not roll. <laughs> roll fold. Fold. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. And kids were like, let me buy it. They didn't yeah. want to learn how to fold an airplane. They're just like. I mean, we never, we honestly never got to the school. His mom bought them all. But we were like ready to sell them at school. You were ready. It was but a yeah, business I was plan. like, this is 12 bucks. That's a business. Mm hmm. I think that's the math on like 75 times yeah, 25 that's what I was trying to do, something man. like I, that. Yeah. My brain hurts right now, so I wasn't really trying to get all that math in. It was like fifth grader money. Like it was, yeah. it was, it was adult shit. So you were, what made you want to just get the money? Did you have anything? Why were you just after money in business? Was it, were you, did you have siblings or you were? Yeah, I have a sister. Um, she was a fed for a while. Uh, so that made things like really awkward. But she's more on like the anti-terrorist side, not the like anti-weed side. Yeah. But um, but you weren't doing anything illegal. You're just doing like I guess is it considered paraphernalia, or do, is your family like cool with you with this? My family doesn't smoke weed. Um, when they knew you were selling like bongs and things, were they like yeah. Harrison? At first they were like, "Don't do this," and I'm like, "I'm gonna do this." <laughs> and uh, then they they I will say they like pretty quickly went from like "Don't do this" to like "Okay, we're proud." He's actually like. He's selling a bunch. Um, so, yeah. So they saw cool. the success and they're like, all right. Yeah. What, when was your first experience with cannabis? Because you said your family doesn't smoke it at all. And you got a, your older sister, I'm guessing, is a fan? Younger sister. She's younger? Yeah. Damn. She's never touched weed. Probably not going to. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's her job. So how did you get to it? Like, what was your first experience? Yeah, so the first time I tried it was uh, right after high school. I feel like, which is like the latest of like anyone I've met in the <laughs> cannabis industry. But like in high school, I was brainwashed. I thought it was bad. Like as if my grades could get any worse, but like 
yeah, I thought it was bad and I didn't do it and I didn't drink, I didn't smoke. And then after high school, uh, I hit my friend's bowl and I like swore that it did not work. And then the next morning he's like, yo, you ate all of those like Snackwell cookies and you dipped them in all of our garlic sauce. So I'm like, wow, I, I probably like wouldn't do that. So I guess I was like super stoned. I just remember like hitting it over and over and over on the deck. I'm just like, I don't know if this is working, but it was like, totally working and then like access was like really hard to get so i didn't get it again even though it was legal in dc uh no it wasn't at that point yeah like i had friends with felonies for it like um, you have to be like super fucking on the down low um because like yeah you'll fucking get your life ruined so you smoked a pipe your first time glass yeah a bowl bowls and you ate cookies inside garlic sauce yeah and you don't remember i like kind of remember at the time i was like this seems like a good idea and like it seemed like it tasted like it was good well sometimes the best inventions come when you're high and you mix food maybe i should revisit that it's probably a bad idea but no i I do it sometimes i mean i do a live on stream sometimes where i'll mix munchies and i'll like try two different things i'm like yo this is amazing yeah i'm trying to remember what i did the last time i had like a a banana like a real banana and i think it was like a a stroop waffle and i just i think i ate them together and i was like yo this is like the best fresh preservative like snack i think i've had in a minute yeah next to my kick keys because a Kit Key is... What's a Kit Key? A Kit Key is uh, when I take a Twinkie and a Kit Kat. Oh! And I take the Kit Kat and I shove it inside the Twinkie. Oh. And I get like that chocolatey, crispy, Damn. crunchy, Did creamy. you make that up? Yeah. Holy shit. Like Maybe like eight some years ago. Yeah, it's amazing. She get a utility patent. What? Kit Keys? Is that possible? I don't know. Yeah. I also like making little cheeseburgers. I take Cheez-Its and beef jerky. Mm-hmm. And I take the two Cheez-Its and put beef jerky in the middle. It's like a little... Uh, Bike-sized to-go burger. Damn, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm a munchie king, dude. Yeah. Do you have a go-to munchie? Go-to munchie. Like, when you get the munchies. I know you're not dipping cookies in garlic sauce all the time. Yeah, I do love cookies. I eat a lot of fucking cookies. Like, way too many cookies, honestly. Like, snickerdoodle, chocolate chip. Like, chocolate chip. Like, you know those, like, fucking vegan Lenny Larry cookies? Yeah. Like, they make you think they're, like, kind of healthy because it says complete on it. But I eat, like, two to three of those a day. It's super bad. Um, I love Swedish fish. Uh, I love kettle corn. Do you really love Swedish fish? Yeah, do you You're like the like second fish? person I met recently that like was. I'm like, who eats Swedish fish regularly? Oh, That's like that so- Halloween candy you get. You're like, oh, I guess I'll eat Swedish fish. Dude, give them to me. I'm all about it. Oh fucking- yeah. Yeah, but all the other shit, Snickers, Butterfingers, dude, I fucking love candy. Candy, so you yeah. like sweet, you go for sweet peppers. Yeah. All right, all right. What about you? Uh, my go-to, I usually, like, the easiest go-to for me is, like, chips. Like, I'll go for, like, a bag of chips. Uh, you know, preferably, like, some spicy chips. Like, yeah. like a jalapeno or a flaming Hot or something, because that's always easy. But if I'm getting, like, creative, then it's, it just depends. Have you done the one chip challenge? Uh, I've hosted some events where they did it, but I've never eaten it. Because I like, I like uh, uh, spicy food that's appetizing it, and it's delicious. It's not appetizing. I don't like delicious. spicy that's that hurts you and doesn't taste. Because my friends explained it like it's eating hot asphalt. Like, it tastes like dirt. You tried it? Yeah. How, what did it taste like? It was awful. I mean, I didn't really, I just, like, swallowed it as quick as possible. Oof. And then I, like, burns. vomited a bunch, and butthole burn was, like, a day later. Yeah. So, like, it came in waves. So it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. It was in no way worth it. Did you beat the challenge, though? Did you not drink for whatever it is, three minutes or five minutes? I guess. I beat it. Like, I because I threw it up. I so, blocked like, out. Yeah. <laughs> I blocked out, I remember. 
so you uh so the first time you smoked was already out of high school were you still with your parents or were you in college already uh, i was with my parents yeah you, did they know that you smoked or i uh, know they didn't know no yeah and you you hit it you're like i'm not letting them know these yeah no uh, not the they don't smoke or drink so. did they ever find did they ever catch you smoking weed or did they only find out once you started the weed business they've never like caught me and confronted it like i'm wondering if they like knew and didn't say anything but like yeah because I guess you were like a good kid, right? I guess you weren't like really. Were you a rebel? Were you like? I was kind of like a rebel kid, like, but like I was pretty quiet, like. Uh, yeah. Like a rebel kid, like I'm just gonna go chill in my room and play video games, or like I'm just gonna go out and play on the streets. Uh, I, like I played a lot of video games. Sometimes I would like start food fights. <laughs> what? What, yeah, do you like, mean? what? What do you mean at school? Yeah. You just throw a meatball just at take someone. Take a yogurt and <laughs> and then it's on, dude. Like I, I kind of regret that. That was a dick move. Hold on, you just randomly like you know what? I just want to throw the show, and you just threw it randomly in the air. Yeah, not at any. I was like bullied a lot, so it's just like I had to get that rage out. And this kid would always steal my lunch, so sometimes I would like get ahead of it and just preemptively like smack him with the sandwich. So like it was, dude. Middle school was, was a tough time. Wait, so you had a bully? Yeah, and you would throw your food at him. Yeah, because he he's going to eat it. Because anyway. he was going to take it, so you know what? Yeah. You're not going to eat and it. And then I'm not I, gonna eat I started to like, become the monster of, of actually starting the fights even when the bully wasn't there. What? So, like, just because? Just because, yeah. You had that, it was just the excitement. It was a rage, yeah. You're like, let's go. Yeah. This is something to live for. Yeah, it's like, I'm fucking 12, getting into puberty. <laughs> let's fucking throw some sandwiches to people. So you said a particular moment where you just threw a yogurt in the air. What happened? You just threw it, and then all of a sudden... Yeah, dude, it hey, hit this girl on the back. I like, felt like pretty bad. She, she wasn't like super involved. Did everyone point at you, or did everyone just start randomly? No, nah, dude, I got away with it clean. Like, <laughs> is this a confession? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't talk about this often. <laughs> Her name was Susie. I feel I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I, in the middle of the night, I'm just like, whoa, that was a dick move. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna throw this yogurt in there. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. But it's happened to me. I'm not gonna lie and, and be like, I've never had some shit just thrown at me at lunch. Like, yeah. That's 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 pretty interesting. I don't got a lot to do in Maryland, I guess, right? Oh no, man. I no. <laughs> like, should have started smoking weed, dude. I got excited when Wolf Blitzer walked by. What you think? <laughs> <laughs> that was a big moment. <laughs> what you think, dude? All right, so uh. So here you are, East Coast, you know, you uh, you just chilling in school, doing whatever, smoke weed after high school. Yeah. And then you're working these jobs, you're like, fuck this shit, like, I need my own thing, I'm tired of spending, I spent $7 on a lighter and papers, this is ridiculous, dude, I need to figure this out, and then you start researching, you start sourcing products, Yeah. you start a subscription box, you get, I remember, uh, I, I seen you, um, I think... I think the first time my first experience might be different from your first experience, but I think the first time I seen you was at the Green Street building on Wilshire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we had an office there um, in the like side area. Yeah, uh, yeah, on the bottom area. Yeah, and I would come in every once in a while to say what's up because uh, I knew a couple people there, and I saw you guys just growing and grinding yeah. and working it out. And you're just building subscriptions, and I think I read something like fifteen thousand subscribers or thirty thousand subscribers. What was it? Yeah, it's it's been over fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand yeah. monthly subscribers. And we've uh, we've shipped out over a million boxes. So. One million boxes. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> 
Yo, that's that's huge. Yeah, dude. big thanks to the Daily High Club team for helping make that happen. It was a fucking lot of boxes, a lot of. And how has that process been? I'm sure you learned so much with like glass and the different quality yeah. and and where it comes from and which countries and how they weld it together. Oh and, yeah. And uh, the different quality of papers and lighters and gas and hemp wicks and all sorts of crazy things. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's like what's like the biggest what's like your biggest uh, 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 what's like the biggest thing you've gained from it the biggest thing I've gained so from learning all this because I know a lot of people have questions people are like American glass or China glass who smokes out of China but not realizing a lot of the technology they smoke out of is China yeah I, it's like, look, <laughs> like what you, your phone that you're like bitching at on yeah. like look at what you're typing on you're typing on China glass yo that electric rig that you're hyped about that you spent hundreds of dollars on it's made in China. Yeah. And you're complaining about this glass that was super affordable and if it breaks, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? What are we talking about here? No, but huge shout outs to, like, the American artists who really, like, paved the way. Like, I, I have massive respect for them, but the reality is not everyone is going to spend $100 on a piece. And, like, uh, as much as I... $1,000, $5,000. Like, I've seen rigs go sell for, like, $100,000. Yeah. And, like, I'm that person who, like... I don't want an expensive piece because I, I've broken so many fucking pieces. That part, that part. Yeah, like actually it would be cool to have an expensive piece, but it goes on a shelf and I don't fucking use it. Like, but uh, yeah, and I have like like two pieces that I like really, really treasure um, that like I never use, but like- Which one is it? Uh, one of them is the Tommy Chong's 80th say. birthday and like signed by him. Um, and the other one is... Is that a, the one you guys made? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so your collab with Tommy Chong. Yeah. How was that moment in your life? Like, we, That was a dream come true, man. That was really unbelievable. Like, And we shared that office with him for a year and a half. So, like, I, I got to I got to see him a lot doing this thing. And he's just, like, a, a super genuine, hilarious person. Because like, I've seen, like, on the socials, there's a lot of pictures of you with many celebrities. You worked with a lot of celebrities. You've gotten a lot of celebrities high. Is there like, I know Tommy Chong is one. Has there been like an oh shit moment where you're like, yo, I can't believe like I'm chilling with Snoop Dogg on set, like sponsoring his main game thing or I'm Yeah, that was like super surreal. It's just like, he's just chilling there like at his desk playing video games. And like, I remember um, someone, uh, we like, like it was like super chaotic because we were like trying to uh, like, like organize having our, our booth or whatever at the event and like having people rip pieces and we wanted to give Snoop Dogg a piece and so we gave him a box and I realized that we gave him the eggplant which was like oh no kind of like a dick emoji yeah. and I'm like oh fuck like I doubt Snoop Dogg ever even like uses phones yeah. or whatever but I'm just like oh shit and then like Snoop like got up to go to the bathroom or something and I like, went to his desk and like switched it out and I like switched it out that was like one of the scariest moments in my life like, what if Snoop Dogg sees me going to his desk fucking switching this out with a dank tank like, <laughs> you should have just left him with the eggplant he probably would have commented on that even more like yeah like, maybe i should have left the eggplant he was yeah. like what the fuck is this yeah, tweeted about that shit <laughs> but dude i will say the eggplant actually that was one of my biggest lessons in the history of the business because it's like that was a fucking disaster like i don't know if you know the extent of what happened with that no what happened because i remember you guys were doing this uh like every month, so if you guys aren't familiar with Daily High Club, they would uh, curate these boxes every month and they would have different themed boxes. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong or wherever I fuck up. 
but they would have theme boxes and sometimes they would have like they would collab with different artists collab with different celebrities and they would take like user or, or like user requests and like have have fans submit ideas and one time you guys had the eggplant which was like the super penis emoji did you know eggplant is a fruit no i didn't know that eggplant's a fruit just so you know wow anyway so you guys had the eggplant yeah and what was wrong with that what happened i thought it was a success so we lost like a third of our subscribers overnight like and then we lost like way more over the course of the month people were just mass canceling it was a very similar to response to that guy last night who was ranting at the oh yeah like, people were just like oh i'm not fucking they sucking just... that dick it's like it's not a dick it's an eggplant it's not an eggplant it's a bong and you don't suck it it's fucking i've just seen so, so just a lot of like, anti yeah and it's like oh my god we have thousands of fucking eggplant pipes and we're not even gonna be able to pay our vendor because we don't make like anything on these boxes. Right. We're just like trying to grow the business and like I really thought we were gonna go out of business because we like made such a bad call at that eggplant bong. So that was a absolute nightmare, super scary. Um, we, uh, Damn. yeah, it, like crippled us for a while. Um, like our ability to market and, and, and bring on just, new yeah. influencers and like, a lot of our customer base was really betrayed and canceled and uh it really taught me a lot about how you really need to like know your customer and we do constant surveys since and like yeah we thought it would just be like funny because we were in so California insecure funny, and but... yeah the rest of the country didn't like that yeah a lot of our customers are in the middle of america where it's harder to get yeah. a bong um or they might not be as big fans of eggplants yeah <laughs> i didn't put my lips on that eggplant what do I look? That's crazy though. How like gifted to someone, bro? If you were subscribing, like I get so I'm very fortunate and grateful, by the way. Just know, but like I get like I got gifted an ice spire today for doing some shoot, and you know what I did with it? I gave it right to my boy. I said, look, bro, like I have so many pieces. I have an e rig that I enjoy a lot. That I it's my go to. Shout out to the Carta two. That's like my oh, go to yeah. e rig. And I don't need like a stack of 15 other products. Like, and if yeah. I have friends that want one or need one or don't have access to it, like here, bro, I'm 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 I have enough here. I do giveaways all day on Twitch to get rid of all these products I get. Yeah. I get the subscription boxes and I just give them away. <laughs> I'm like, oh I could use this later. <laughs> or something. So I'm like, I'll see what's in there. Then I'll just give it, dude. I don't need I have a box of papers, a box of rolling trays, a box of rigs, a box. Yeah. I'm sure you do too. Oh, dude, when I lived in DC, like my shelf was just like, okay, I have like fucking 45 bongs now. Like it's like, when it was like time to move, it was just like, oh my God, this is like not sustainable to have this many bongs. And uh, yeah, now I limit myself. I have like six bongs in yeah. my apartment. That's not true. I have like 10, but like four of them are packed up. My favorite stuff. Yeah. And then what do you do with the rest of them? Uh, the other like four. the ones that you didn't want, yeah. I uh, give them away. Yeah. yeah See, that's why I want to create like a store. Maybe you know your next adventure because we're about to get into the next movies after Daily High Club. I know you're doing comedy now. I know you're thinking of some things, but look, dog, I got some ideas too. You oh know? yeah. I was thinking because I was trying to work this with someone else, but you know some things fell through. But there should be like a like a second hand like uh, a shop for our community. Like I have yeah. eighty bongs. I don't need them all. And I could just put them on the shelf if someone else wants to buy them. Like, like you, you know, people go to the, like round two or those those vintage shops where it's like a T-shirt from like 20 years ago, where people are buying old shoes. Like, yeah. I have rigs that I don't even smoke anymore. I could just put them at the secondhand store on consignment, and if someone wants to buy them, bam, get that shit. Like a secondhand. Yeah, that'd be dope. Rigs, carb caps, pipes, fucking whatever, rolling trays, grind, whatever you have. Just here, budget like a pawn shop for your rigs. Yeah. 
There's like so much shit. Like I filled my car with like a bunch of free shit I got, and like uh, when I was like leaving the company, and then like when the warehouse, um, I, I don't know what they're doing with it, but I, I had to just like leave a lot of it. And I'm like, yo, try to get this in like a mega box or something to DHC people, cause like I don't know what to do with all this stuff. Like yeah. Yeah, like what? Let me open up a storefront, and then anyone who wants like my piece from 2014, made by some famous artist, pull up. Yeah. If you want some like a five dollar box of rigs, dude, pull up. We got it. Right here for you. Yeah, hell yeah. That'd be <laughs> sick. Dude. I'll pull a bunch. I have like 30 rigs right now that I can put on the shelf. I hate wasting shit. I hate throwing stuff away. Yeah. But... I know they'll, someone will find use for it somewhere, dude. And I'm sure someone watching right now is like, damn, give me something. Yeah. I'm not fucking. I tweeted the other day, like, yo, I got so much glass because I cleaned my whole, like, streaming room. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got so much glass. Who needs a piece? And, like, so many people responded that needed pieces. And they sent me pictures of their broken rigs. Or they sent some sob story about something. Uh, 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 of like, oh, my dog broke my rig. And just got too excited. I was like, bro, we're going to figure something out. I'm about yeah. to do some, 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 some type of giveaway, dude. We got a bunch of eggplants. Who wants an eggplant? <laughs> no, I'm just fucking. <laughs> I think over time we did end up selling most, if not all, of those over yeah, the sure. next like four years. <laughs> now people will probably go crazy over eggplants. Yeah, it's like some people really like it, but it was like the majority, or like a a big portion of people did not enough that it got fucked up. Yeah, it got fucked up. Yeah. Well, shout out to the success you got with Daily High Club, staying consistent with it, turning. You know, an idea into reality. I know you started in your house, like you said, had boxes and rigs into warehouses, and then now you got acquired by a big yeah. company, and you're chilling, traveling the world. And recently, I didn't know if I was getting trolled. When I'm not on Instagram anymore, but when I was on Instagram, I saw someone post a picture like, "Oh, look, it's Harrison doing his comedy set," and I thought it was just someone looking like you. And they're like, "Oh, look, it's Harrison." And then I come to find out it actually is you doing actual comedy. And this is something you've always been in. I I know you tried to do comedy before. Yeah, I did it for two years in college and was was fairly successful with it. Did Um, you go on like some TV show or something? I was one of TBS's top 16 college comedians and I won third at the improv for DC's Funniest College Comedian. Whoa! Um, How many many people entered? That third is a great accomplishment. For the... uh, for the DC's funniest one, um, I think it was like two rounds from like a couple schools in DC, so probably like 40, 50 people, but the TBS one was like hundreds of people. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was super dope. And I was on the front of my school's newspaper and I was like a like briefly college celebrity. How much how much at least but, I like to think. How much butt did you get after that? Literally none. <laughs> What? Yeah. You were on the cover and other girls were like, what's that, Harrison? Yeah. And you made them laugh and like, oh, you're so cute. And then you got some cheeks, none? Yeah, actually maybe one or two. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, you have to get yeah. some type of being on the cover. Yeah. Like, what? He said yeah. maybe one or two. It's okay. You don't have to lie. It's all right. Harrison. No, I was in college. I was actually very serious about the iPhone repair to the point where I didn't really like have that college experience of partying and having a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I, I almost regretted a bit. I was like too serious about working on this thing that at the end of the day didn't really matter that much. But you did, oh, I yeah. mean, it, it helped you out, didn't it? You learned a little bit, you made some money, it helped you with your tuition. Did you use any of your college education for your daily iClub business? Did any of it? Only one thing. Um, the only thing that I use 
and I hate to say it because it's just such a boring answer, but fucking Excel. Like, if you're gonna have a business, you have to use so much goddamn Excel. And uh, it was like, I took this one stupid fucking Excel class. Um, I guess it wasn't dumb, but I like really hated it. And like, but it like taught me about Excel, and I got like a B or C in it. Um, and uh, yeah, then I found out I'm like gonna be using that shit all of the time. That's one of the useful things you learn in school that they taught you that you're using now. Not like the, uh, uh, not like what is a, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of all those math terms that we learned. Yeah. <laughs> I got one right here, dude. Like, uh, yeah, like Geometry, triangle. Yeah. Like the, what, what is Pythagorean the... Pythagorean theorem. Yeah, 100%. There you go. <laughs> I, don't, I still don't know what it is. No, nah, no one does. Yeah, I know I have to learn it. And then they taught that shit to me, dude. So what's going on with the comedy? So you're touring, you 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 performing, you're doing shows. I see you have a show that you're actually gonna be throwing. Yeah, so I'm helping uh, Infuse throw a show uh, on Tuesday the 9th at 9. Doors open at 8 at Infuse Social House, so I'm stoked about that. Um, I got a hand in choosing the lineup, and I chose some really fucking funny comedians. So. Nice. That's a, so, uh, uh, like, what, what is Harrison's comedy about? Is it just, like, opinional? Is it observational? Is it... It's, like, a little bit of both. It's just, like, shit I think of while I'm high. Like, it's, yeah. like, kind of all over the place and random, but I really want to, like, uh, I really want to come out swinging against, like, injustices in society. So I don't know if I've quite accomplished that yet, but, uh... because yeah, I was looking at your Twitter... And you have some interesting tweets on there. Wow, you saw my Twitter, man. Yeah, this, uh, I've never gotten more than three likes on it. Um, that's my, my max right now. <laughs> well, um, I just started it on Twitter again. Yeah. By the way, everyone in chat saying how much they use Excel and they use it on a daily basis and all this shit. Dude, so. Excel's so boring, but it's like... <laughs> you use Excel too? Yeah, oh, everyone does, dude. See? Um... So yeah, I was on Twitter and I looked you up. I tagged you in a post too, by the way. I don't know if you saw the flyer or anything. Shout out to uh, uh, Alienation, baby. Thank you, Matt. Um, it said something that you you were talking about your dick. Uh, you yeah. use your dick in a lot of jokes and like your sex life. Yeah, it's it's a good one. <laughs> it was. I don't. I'm trying to. I don't want to. I don't want to butcher. Oh, it, but I'm, you're comparing it to like the L.A. public transit. Oh yeah, I compared it to the L.A. metro. Yeah. Because it's surprisingly expensive and open to the public, but everyone acts like it doesn't exist. <laughs> if a homeless person hops on every now and then, free country. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, I see someone. I know you used to have a guitar too. Is that still part of your gig or something? Yeah, I've actually. Been been like so people are so fucking like divided over the guitar it's pretty crazy that like people even give a shit about it so much like half the people are like oh i fucking love the guitar it like helps all the one liners come together and half the people are like yo lose the guitar and it's like everyone has seems to have an opinion on it and i don't know what to do yet so how I do you feel i feel like it, it's kind of like when i have a bunch of like because like my uh my most recent set uh it was only like a five to ten minute set but i had 42 jokes and it's like for all those one-liners there's so many and they're so unrelated a lot of the time that to have like the background music I, i'm very inspired by like dimitri martin yeah it's like a very similar thing with the piano and uh, i think a guitar too and uh, i really think it helps like um 
it just uh, it just adds another layer of the mood. Like it kind of sets a mood. It lets you jump around things more often. Um, it lets you have more space between jokes um, without having to have as much transitions. So, but I'm still learning and trying to figure out comedy. Um, it is like a lot harder and sucks to carry. So. Um, that's uh, <laughs> mainly why I haven't used it. I have it. to plug it in. There's yeah. work that goes with this and a tug into a mic. No, I feel you with music, though. I mean, you know, uh, this podcast is amazing and all. Yay! But uh, having Kentron here. Dude, uh, fucking next level. I love with it. With the vibe and yeah. just going with the conversation and not having to worry about, like, copywritten music and just him... And then, like, when he's really involved and he hears us talking about things and he triggers certain songs or sounds, it just goes with the whole vibe. So having music along yeah. to keep that beat, to keep that flow is, is amazing, dude. So, I mean, I'll, I have, I'll wait to see both with the guitar and without the guitar, and I'll give you my opinion. But it doesn't matter, bro, because you should do what the fuck you want to yeah. do. And if you listen to everyone, you'll never fucking be happy because no one's ever going to be happy, dude. Yeah. You know, I listen to everyone on Twitch, on my stream, that told me what to do and like, oh, your mic's too loud or your music's too low. No, no, no. Every person has a different opinion. So they just got to adjust their volume. And that's yeah. it. You just do what you do and then they'll adjust to you. Unless it's an eggplant. Then you got to adjust a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should have just told them it's a fruit. And then they would have yeah. been, the whole mind of the eggplant would have changed because they would have been on the topic of eggplants being fruits. Yeah. You didn't know an eggplant was a fruit? I didn't. Like, you know, how does that change the dick? You know, olives are fruit. No. Yeah. Damn. And peppers, like jalapeno is a fruit. And like like all the peppers are fruits also. Is a potato a fruit? That's a vegetable. Potato's not a fruit. There's no seeds inside of a potato. Oh, it's got a season. Inside of it, yeah. So any anything that has a seed inside of it is technically a fruit. Mm. Classified as a fruit. So, Yo. Yeah. Have you seen Exotic Fruit Company? Yeah. And it's like one of my friends' companies, but like they, the exotic fruits are fucking crazy. Like all the different colors and shit, mm-hmm. like the pink pineapples and like all the shit that you wouldn't even know are fruits or fruits. So like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, uh, a lot of fruits that, like avocados are fruits and you know, bananas are berry, banana berry. What? Yeah, dude. There is so many, dog. I got blown, beans are considered a fruit, like green beans. Damn. Yeah, dog. It blew my mind, bro. So, uh, what do you what do you like smoking? What is what is what is a day in the life of Harrison? What does it consist of now? What are we doing? Are we waking up? Yeah, usually I like wake up and be like, oh shit. And uh, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> like, what do I do? Wait, what do you mean? You wake up, wake up. Oh shit! It's another yeah. day. I'm here. <laughs> Let's do something. But it's like, yeah, there's a lot of. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure. On me that I'm putting on myself, maybe unnecessarily, to like get the comedy thing to work and be good at it. And it's like, I've been doing the Daily High Club for a while, and I feel like I've been like, we've been pretty on top of our game for a while, and it's like I'm starting this thing at the ground floor. Um, and uh, yeah, it just psychologically gets to me that it's like I'm not like making money right now. Like, um, even but you, though you I've, made I've money. Done, what do you mean? I, I've definitely done well. It's just like to know that I'm not like there's no current providing income. value for society in any way. I'm just like chilling and trying to make up jokes. And like I've actually been doing a lot of like just like like shit lately. Like like today I uh, so the office that I had the Daily High Club office. Uh, I like just taken my file cabinets and all my shit and just put it in my trunk. That was like almost a year ago, and it should, I've just been driving around with my entire office in, in my your trunk, trunk for like 
a year. And, like, people didn't know. It's just, like, every fucking event that I went to or whatever, like, thank God no one, like, broke in my car because my whole office was in there. Like, every fucking thing. The phones, the computers. You just like, don't want to take it out and put it in your house? I, I had no room in my place. So I just got, like, a storage thing and moved it out. And I just got health insurance. So, like, I haven't been, like completely chilling yet i'm still like just doing shit adulting i have to like adulting yeah but um pretty soon i'm gonna be at the point where i'll I'll, like actually have like a truly open schedule which will be pretty crazy and i'm sure i'll want to do something against it are you writing every day like what is yeah yeah so is that like you wake up and you're like oh shit i'm here let me plug in and then you just start writing dots or is it like a process do you like what is your process to write yeah i'll usually just like um i don't know i i like think of things throughout the day and write it down it's like i'll usually just go on reddit or like so it's not like a time thing you're not like dedicating to like all right the next two hours i'm gonna sit sometimes i try to like but it's it doesn't always work i feel like the best ideas sometimes just come randomly when you're you're in the shower and you have no way to write it down You're fucking taking a shit. Dude, a lot of good ideas in the shower. Yeah. yeah. I feel like my brain works active in the bathroom when I'm shitting and showering. I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. And then I forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> but I knew much. it was great. But I knew it was great. Isn't it that Mitch Hedberg joke about Cannabis. Or he had a... Oh, man. I don't remember the joke, so I probably should say it. But it's something about, like... Yeah, I don't remember it. But it was about writing down your jokes. It was funny. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of people that... Uh, tell me like you just need to write shit down because i never yeah. write anything down at all but i feel like there's some witty things that have been said and i just <laughs> never remember them because i'm always yeah. witty i'm well, witty when i'm witty i always try to write funny shit down it's like like even throughout daily high club like i have a not really journal but just like this list of all things that have happened that are just like completely out of the ordinary things that i like want to remember happens so. yeah I, yeah, and I'm I sure you've been in tons of those situations yourself. Yeah, I just wish I got to um, write down well, like a journal or diary. What are they calling these days? I mean, like I used to be able to look at my life through social media and be like, oh yeah, look like three months ago and remember what I did because it was like a like a vlog, you know, it was like a fucking journal, a live journal of my life, and here's pictures and moments, and here's what I ate, and here's where I was. But you know. They just say, you know what? We don't want you to have an account anymore. Yeah. They take you away. You're like, damn, what about all my pictures and my messages? And you're like, all right, I'll just start again. And then you do it again. And then it happens again. And yeah. then it happens again. And then you're just like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm over it. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> definitely one of the biggest. Actually, I can confidently say it was the biggest stressor in my life for the last seven years is getting my shit deleted. Because it's like, if we got Daily High Club deleted, then it's like 20 to 40 people lose their fucking jobs, like pretty much immediately. Like, if we can't get it back. Fortunately, we've been able to get it back, but sometimes you can't get it back. And it's just like, no one knows what the fuck is going on and why they enforce it against... Like, there's some people who post weed and bongs all day who have no problem. And uh, fortunately, we've, we've a lot of it's just been luck, but it's just like every day I, I was like... I'd have literally nightmares. I'd wake up and the next day I, I lose everything I've been working for. And that's crazy that we have that mentality where like Instagram is what, like a decade? How long has it been around? Like a decade, maybe yeah. a dozen years, if that. And how people's life has just got so involved with it and that has become like their everything. And I know people that have like gone like mental breakdowns and I know people that made them, you know, lost their lives because of social media and things that happen on there and their accounts getting taken away. And it's just, 
that's why I love real life experiences. That's why I'm like, yo, you can see me in real life. Like, social media is cool, but it has become like a necessary evil yeah. that we have because, like, everyone's like, oh, are you going to this event? Are you going to that event? Are you pulling out? I was like, bro, I don't have social media right now to see all these flyers. Can we just communicate like the old days if you really want to see me? Hey, Adam, how you doing? I'm doing this on today. Would really love to see you. Pull up. Yeah. Here's my invitation or flyer. But now it's like, I posted this shit, bitch. I expect you to see it. If yeah. you don't see it, fuck you. You don't care about me. Well, you know what? Cool. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I'll just write you like a handwritten invitation. Yeah. Send a fucking dub. With the I'll give you my address. Send yeah. me a letter yeah, in yeah. the mail. RSVP. Yeah. I'll send a bird. <laughs> send the pigeon. Yeah. I'm reading that shit. Uh, you you got to chill with Tyson too, yeah? No, I actually have never met him. Oh, what? I thought you guys yeah. did a whole... No? No. Okay. Because oh, I know you've been with a lot of people, dude. Yeah. I was actually supposed to go to Tyson Ranch one weekend, and I ended up not being able to go. Um, I think I got sick or something, but I remember it was like the opportunity was there to go, and there's like a decent chance I would have met him there, but um, I ended up not making it. Um, I was like flying back from another trip, and I just felt like shit, and his place is like in the desert, and I'm just like, I, I would have had to like get like right off the plane. Um, oh, I think it might have been like birthright. It was like a 20 hour flight, and then like immediately I would have to leave LAX. You did like, birthright? Yeah. When, how, re- how long ago? I did it in 2017, which okay. was a mistake. Why? It wasn't a mistake to do it. It was a mistake that, like, I was just buried in fucking emergencies for work. Like, I was on Masada, the, like, the... Yeah, I love uh, it. The mountain, and, like, our payment processor went down, and we're, like, screaming into the phone trying to figure it out. On the mountain, by yeah, the Yeah, on the mountain. The it's, like, fucking sunset. Yeah. Everyone's in, like, a peaceful moment. And, and you're like, what the fuck do you yeah, mean? And just, like... Yeah, it's like our, our subscriptions were supposed to renew and they're like mass failing in real time. And it's like, we're potentially never gonna get those, like those people are gonna not get their boxes and stuff. It's just like, it was such a nightmare. And it was like, shit got like seized. And it was like, I was overseas and trying to deal with it in a different time zone. I was like, wake up in the middle of the fucking night all night. And like, yeah, I was just like, like so tied to the business at that point. Oh my God. Like I loved, I loved going there, but I wasn't able to Was that your only it. time? Yeah, and then they're like, we had like a uh, like logistical error, so we're like skipping Tel Aviv oh. and going to Ashkenaz or something. Ashkelon, Ashkelon, Ashkelon. Yeah, that's like where King David, like his whole fortress is on the beach and shit. Yeah, so we we went to Tel Aviv for like three hours, but I feel like I missed out. So maybe one day. Let's go back. Let's yeah, go. It's we'll a beautiful do a little country trip. for sure. If, uh, for those wondering what birthright is, birthright is uh, a free trip that you get. Uh, if you are born Jewish, you could claim these free tickets to go visit Israel between the ages of like 18 to 25 or something, I think it is, or 27. And they take you to like most of the main points of Israel. Uh, and it's like a fucked up schedule. They wake you up at like 5 a.m. and then they put you to bed at like 10 p.m. or some shit. And you're like with a group of other people from around the country. And it's, it's a cool experience, but they have you on a tight schedule. So I can only imagine you dealing with like business shit while going on these like super tight scheduled events and shit. Yeah. So uh, that was that was the gist of it. But um, yeah, Israel definitely want to go back. I won't say I agree with uh, their government, and I won't say that I'm very religious, but as a place, it's, it's beautiful. So it's, a, it's like a historical place. I mean, we hear the stories all the time. The Bible talks about a lot of places 
that happened in that in the like Jerusalem and the Tel birth Aviv. of three religions. I mean, yeah, yeah. And you're in there. If you if you go to Jerusalem, you see where the uh, it's like the uh, the Muslim quarters, it's the Jewish quarters, and you got the the Catholic quarters. And Jesus is buried there, and the Virgin Mary is buried there. And it's just like you feel the energy, and yeah. it's just the history. It's just a crazy place in the. Food is delicious. I love me uh, Mediterranean food. Yeah, it's like it's fresh, food. and the beaches are wonderful, and you know it's just a crazy place. Yeah, it was just like, yo, we're gonna fly you out for free to the other side of the world, and you'll get to see a bunch of cool shit, and get a bunch of free schnitzel and cucumbers yeah. and tomatoes and, falafel. and shit. And falafel for free. Yeah. It's like, how could you say no? It's like I was getting too old to do it. My parents won't let me do it growing up. Um, awesome. No, I'm just yeah. Your parents are probably lovely people. They are. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I tell anyone, like, it's a free trip, dude. It's a oh, free trip. You. It's a free trip to the country, and they take you to all the tourist locations, and it's good to take notes, so when you go back in the future, you can be like, all right, I want to go here again, here again, here yeah. again, here again. Yeah. But it was cool, man. It's like the birth of three different religions. Just so many people in the world have been inspired in different ways by, like, this one spot. But, yeah. yeah. And you feel, like, I, I'm, I go off a lot of like energy and vibes and like I feel that shit and when you go to certain places I'm sure when you walk into certain rooms you'll feel like something like yo I got a bad feeling about this or I feel oh it feels good the energy in here is good when you walk into like the like the old city when you're in the you just feel like it just feels like ancient there's so yeah. much shit that's happening you just feel this just like I don't know what that energy is dude but it's, it's just crazy and just uh, it's like indescribable yeah and when you go to a certain place and you see how certain people react to it and it hits certain people differently, you're like, dude, what is that energy going on here? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, dude. What? Yeah. I'm what, Harrison, uh, do you smoke daily? Are you a daily, daily Absolutely. high guy? Yeah. What's your Absolutely. preferred smoking? So I feel like people are gonna judge me for this. But, no one's um, judging. I actually, I've had three sinus surgeries. So on my own, I don't smoke as much anymore. But I'm all about the vapes and edibles. Um, I'm like, I've really been into edible drinks lately. I saw, I've never seen this one before. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just like such a chill way to get high. Um, it's just uh, like feels a little cleaner for me, but it's, there's nothing like the feeling of smoking. Like when I'm out with people and on the weekends I do it, but like when I'm alone, like usually I'll like go for the volcano um, or yeah. like the edibles. So you flower vape. Yeah, flower vape, and then uh, I mean that I've had the volcano fucking forever. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. The uh, drinks, are, they're cool. Like edibles are cool. They hit me really hard. I get really affected by edibles, and drinks usually hit me quicker because of the that nanotech and it yeah. just hit, goes through your bloodstream faster. So I could see uh, you enjoying that, but. Um, do you like the flavors of the edibles now? Because I know in California, it's like max at, what, 100 milligrams per yeah. serving? I just got back from Canada. It's 10. It's like 10 on, milligrams? 10, yeah. That's like nothing. Per package. So it's like 20 gummies and it's like 10 milligrams. Yeah. So each gummy is like 0 0.05. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked up. At least you can eat a whole bag and not feel yeah. worried. Because that's the, the shit that I worry about sometimes is... 
and all right, I'm gonna eat this. It says a thousand milligrams or 500 milligrams, whatever. So I'll take a little piece and I'll eat it. I'll be like, oh, this is pretty good. And I take another piece and I'm eating it. And then before I know it, the whole thing is gone. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I just wanted to eat some snacks. I had the munchies and now I'm <laughs> gonna be high as fuck for the next six Three hours. Days, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been high for multiple, like, more than two days from edibles? Or, like, like, gone into an edible coma? So, like, I've woken up the next day with, like, that like that weed hangover yeah. or weed, whatever it is, where it's just groggy and I can't focus and I'm super sluggish and I feel like I'm still high. And, like, I've had that linger. Yeah. But then, like, once the day starts, I have ADD and shit, and I just start smoking some weed, drink my Red Bull. I'm like, all right, let's go. Yeah, hell yeah. And then I just crash hard again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I uh, I once just like took so many edibles that I slept for two days from Friday to Sunday, and I just like I remember just trying to like every muscle in my body, like I tried so hard to move and I like couldn't move. I was like, it felt like a K hole, like I was just like stuck in my own body. It it wasn't like painful. It was just like I'm like incapacitated and cannot move. It was like. It was a little scary, um, but it was like, like I wasn't gonna die. Like I knew I wasn't gonna die. I'm just like I just gotta ride it the fuck. Yeah, out. two days. That's a long time, dude, to be high. So it was at my friend's bachelor party. Um, he's an English teacher for a high school English teacher, and someone made edibles, and we just like made a fuck ton for the whole weekend, and we ate them all that night. Um, and two people went to the ER. Uh, one of them was an EMT. So you just it was, got too high and it feel. Good. Everyone just got too high and like people were freaking out and passing out. And I slept from Friday to Sunday. I missed the entire thing. I missed both people going to the hospital. Oh. It was just like, oh. holy oh. shit! Like edibles are real because that was like my first time ever like going balls deep into edibles. Just like, oh, I can eat all I want and like we'll see what happens. Like probably nothing, but it was like to fuck you up yeah 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 you can oversaturate your endocannabinoid receptors and, and consume too much where your body will react i've got into crazy stages too of like um you know high anxiety like i felt i felt i was physically present but i was super disengaged where like yeah. mentally i couldn't like i couldn't really conversate and i was just like in my head super fucked because of being way too high and just having this negative effect on my whatever my yeah. cognitive my memory my speaking ability my it was just fucked up and i was like yo this, yeah. is, this is i can't do this anymore yeah yeah and then you get like I, I had like super anxiety from it sometimes when you just over consume and just trigger some things i don't know what it is dude but at least i'm we're good now baby yeah, we just, we just breeze yeah. through it baby we go on hikes and we exercise yeah how you be hiking all the time. Yeah. Is that your like? Yeah, I try to go every day or two. Is that is that like exercise? Is that your form of exercise, or do you do other things? Uh, I run and I lift too, but I'm like, uh, yeah. I also like feel like I don't eat as healthy as I should though. But uh, none of us do. I'm decent about exercising. Yeah, dude. Cause I be seeing you, and I'm like, this fool's just like hitting every single trail that's available and then you like travel in the world and you're like all right i'm gonna go to this trail oh i'm in australia let me go on this trail maybe i'll see some kangaroos yeah. i just found out i probably can't go back to australia what do you mean because i got 800 dollars in speeding tickets what yeah like they pulled you over is on no, camera it's like camera and it's only two miles per hour over there is the limit so it's like everything's in kilometers though and i'm like confused as fuck and i guess i just like got a bunch of those tickets and uh yeah, so I need to either pay them or maybe 
not be allowed to go back. So it's eight hundred dollars in speeding tickets, and you didn't eight hundred Australian, which is like five hundred US. And you didn't know about the. I had no idea until like pretty recently. They sent it in the mail. Yeah. Oh, that's international yeah. for them too. So you know that costs them money. Yeah. Do you want to go back to Australia? Yeah, but I'll figure it out. I'm not gonna forget about it. Like, it'll be a while. <laughs> don't they go away after like seven years or something? I don't know their laws over there. Yeah. But I remember because when you were in Australia, I thought it was because of the video you posted that went viral and had a whole bunch of people talking shit. Oh yeah, there's that too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm not Australia. Yeah, they saw my video and they're like, yeah, fuck this fool. He ain't coming yeah. anywhere. There's a. Do you see that Daily Mail article? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, there's a Daily Mail article about my video. What? What did happen? So let people know what happened with your video because I know you try to like. You were comparing it to America. Yeah, I made this video. Um, essentially, I was comparing it to America, and some people got really pissed as I compared it to America. Um, but, like, most people did not get pissed, which is why the video did really well. And, uh, yeah. But, what did Daily Mail say? So, they also, for the record, in the article, it says America is a shitty desert crackle. So, they, that is some bullshit. So, they like, just I'm embellished going, on it. Yeah. They're just, like, trying to start shit. Yeah. They were just clickbaiting. Yeah. So, you basically, so you were just, so just to paint the picture, if no one understands, um, Harrison went to Australia. He basically, yo, listen, this fool was like, you know what, I'm going to travel. He bought, like, a $12 ticket to Hawaii, then found a, a $10 ticket to Australia. He's like, yo, I'm out. I don't, I don't I got shit to do. I'm fun employed right now. Daily high clubs in the hand of someone else. We chilling, baby. He's in Australia. He's walking around, checking out the city. He sees, like, a Taco Bell, a KFC, a Subway, a McDonald's, like, every single fast food chain that we have here on one corner. And he's all like, oh, look, America in Australia or something. Like, basic like yeah. that. And the internet went nuts over it. They, like, commented. They got so many views. You said Daily Mail twisted your words and call it. And I'm like, yo, this will just... And it's like that everywhere. Like, you go any... I'm Israel, yeah. I went to some intersections, and it's all American yeah. brands. I see... I go on Google Earth. I travel the world. I see American companies everywhere. It's, it's interesting. It's like, there's no fucking Kentucky near here, and there's Kentucky fried chicken. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, how do they know what KFC is? But I'm sure we have restaurants here that have probably started in other countries that we don't know about because we're not from those countries. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I don't know. And then when I'm in this country, oh, I'm like, oh, that's where it's... Oh, Aroma. Okay, I see what it is, dude. But, uh, it's- it was actually just an Instagram story, and like, uh, one of my friends, his girlfriend from Australia, and was like, Yo, you should post that on TikTok, and then just like blew up. What? And you did it? Yeah. TikTok, you on TikTok a lot? Uh, I go in waves. Okay. Like, I do it and then I get really discouraged because something will suck and then I'll stop for like two months and then go back to it. Okay, yeah. Everyone's be like, you should get on it. I'm like, bro, TikTok just be deleting all my videos even when I don't have smoke. I feel like my face is just. Oh, uh, dude, they're brutal. They delete so much shit. <laughs> Whatever. We love it's, it's China, right? We get our rigs from there, we get our platforms from there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so they should funny. let us post our wrist. <laughs> Harrison, look, I feel like we keep going. I'm getting the wrap it up signal, dude. All right. They're coming in saying wrap it up. We just, I feel like we're just barely starting getting to know Harrison out here, dude. What's your, what's your uh, socials? Uh, so where people can find you, if people want to see more about you. You got comedy shows coming up. Do the, all the plugs. Yeah. So uh, my Instagram is hi CEO. My TikTok is Hi CEO, which is a great name, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, no one had it. Yeah, and um, my Twitter. Oh, fuck, what's my Twitter? It's not yeah, your CEO. name. It's Harrison Baum. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, because I tagged you today. Yeah, hell yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Harrison Baum here. If you got a Daily High Club box, this is the man who uh, helped you get it. Uh, is making it happen. Check his comedy out. He will be touring in a city near you. He got shows happening. You can see yeah. his jokes on his socials. Make uh, Just chilling out. Kentron, how you feeling, dude? Just chilling in the California love right now. Yeah, yeah. you've been playing. <laughs> I don't know if you've been playing for the past 30 minutes, but I'm here. Yeah, I'm just stuck in the zone right now. I'm trying to get all the parts down, you know. Dude, I love the piano. Yeah. The keyboard. The keyboard. So sick. He's available. You can uh, hire yeah. him for your sets, dude. You should, man. He can, yeah. you, you can he play in the background, dude. You can do the, all, the, all the tracks, dude. Listen, shout out to Harrison coming through. So, Thank you for having me. No, nah, dude, it's a long time away. We're going to get yeah. you back, though. I feel like there's a lot more to talk about. We just learned the basics. We need to know who Harrison is now, dude. Do you believe in aliens? Are? Do you eat sushi? Yes, What's your favorite yes. color? You know what I'm uh, saying? There's a whole lot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to everyone listening. I appreciate you. Y'all could be anywhere in the world doing whatever you want, and you hear with us, listen to this, or watching this. We appreciate you. And a real big, huge shout out to all the growers out there, every single grower. I don't give a fuck if it's one plant or a thousand plants indoor outdoor basement tent closet without you guys none of us would be smoking without you guys we wouldn't have these lifestyles so we appreciate you guys once again my name is adam Hill, the highest host this is the podcast here on hayes radio uh, until next time i'll see you okay bye adios you're the best harrison yeah Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu.